This is Hannah Sheree Smith from the British Blacklist, and today I'm interviewing Alicia Pascuela Pena, who plays Lucy Hernandez in Amy Poehler's new movie, Moxie. So, hey, Alicia, how are you doing? Hi, I'm great, thank you. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's the afternoon in London right now. So, yeah, it's Crazy. great. <laughs> So my first question for you is, you've obviously been working in the entertainment industry, I saw since you've been three years old, but I mean, in the last year or so, things have really been picking up for you with the Saved by the Bell reboot, and then also now starring in Moxie. So I just wanted to know, what has the last year been like for you? Um, (laughs) Has it been a lot working on like all of these projects simultaneously? Um. Great question. It's definitely been a whirlwind, but I've just been in such a spirit of gratitude, essentially. Um, People are probably tired of hearing me say it, but I just feel so immensely blessed. Um, I have been working so, so long, but, you know, conventionally, I wasn't what was deemed a successful actress because I wasn't working and I wasn't filming. But I thank God that I've always been so in love with my craft and just very adamant about wanting to sell stories and narratives that I was proud of. So the fact that within the last year, I've been able to work on the projects that I've worked on has been just a blessing. And I feel so humbled and excited for what comes in the future, but it's definitely been a whirlwind. Like more has happened for me um, professionally, personally in the last year than sometimes happens for people in 10. So I'm, I'm just very humbled and grateful by it all. So it's, it's been amazing. It's, it's definitely been a lot, but mm-hmm. in the best place. And I can imagine it's been such a weird kind of year anyway with coronavirus um, that it's it's a bit of an odd year for it to be your most intense year for work. Yeah, it's definitely um, unconventional just because of timelines, but it's even more peculiar because we are in the midst of a pandemic. Um, But, you know, it just reminds me to be perceptive and everything that I'm doing and how I'm navigating things, I've been immensely blessed, but also privileged. It's a luxury that I've been able to work and it's such a difficult year um, while all of this, you know, social reckoning is happening and all of these health problems for people. So I've just, I'm grateful that I've been able to work and just be healthy and just taking pride in that, so. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm thankful that you've made such fantastic um, work this year for all of us to enjoy. Um, so, I mean, both Saved by the Bell and Moxie are set in high school and growing up in Britain, you know, we see all of these films set in American high schools. So, I mean, how far can, can you tell us how far are they actually representative of the American high school experience? Something that I've loved about each project that I've done is they kind of explore youth and adolescence and coming of age in different ways. Um, mm-hmm. And it's been great to relive it in some ways. I know personally, when I was going through high school, I did not uh, share certain experiences that these two girls are having. I think they are having a lot more fun than I was <laughs> when I was in high school. But to answer the question of how accurate it is, I think both projects do a wonderful job of really exploring certain truths that teenagers are currently going through, whether it's in Saved by the Bell, we're discussing you know, economic disparities and what happens when you bring kids from polar opposite worlds together and then trying to navigate certain situations together. And I think that's very real. And I think um, there are a lot of parallels in the show when it comes to talking about diversity uh, and you know, lack of funding and real issues in America 
that are themes within the show. And then specifically for Moxie, you know, talking about sexism and how high school girls specifically have to just be told that we need to normalize certain actions of men, I think is a very real issue globally, not just specifically to America, but we're exploring what it looks like in America. So both are talking about themes that I'm really excited to explore and, um, you know, discuss with viewers in, in each project. Mm -hmm. And I think, I mean, as, as much as these are set in high schools, like you were kind of suggesting that they are not what I watched growing up in terms of that they're very much, um, I mean, like for example, the way that bullying is treated in Moxie, it's not bullying, it's actual systemic issues that are being discussed. Yeah, so. thank you. Yeah, it's um, something that I'm honored to do is to have these conversations that we are discussing through a high school lens, which I think is important because specifically, I think it's such a transformative time in your life. Um, when you're really understanding how you view the world and learning about yourself, but they're global themes, whether it be misogyny or um, lack of representation or lack of funding and resources in certain communities. I think a lot of these themes are global and having it through, you know, high school students talking about it and navigating it hopefully allows people to be more willing to discuss issues that were deemed taboo. And you and I can probably relate. We didn't see shows that look like that. So it's a pleasure to now be on shows having these conversations that we hope are universal. Um, so let's get into talking about your character, Lucy Hernandez. So she is the new girl and kind of sparks a lot of the, the key themes that are discussed in the film uh, in that, you know, one of the first times we should see her, she uh, calls out the, the football star, Mitchell Wilson, played by Patrick Schwarzenegger for sexual harassment. Yeah. And then also in one of the first scenes, which I loved uh, in the English class, uh, where you're, you're learning The Great Gatsby. And she's like, why, why are we reading this book? Why don't we read books just talking about black mothers and immigrants? Yeah. So my question for you is how far do you personally identify with uh, what Lucy stands for? Um, you know, as, as you were touching upon earlier, I've been in the industry for a very long time, but Moxie was my first role of this magnitude. Um, it was also my first feature film. So to have the opportunity to play someone that I had such a visceral connection with, like mm -hmm. certain experiences that Lucy has in Moxie are word for word things that I would say in the classroom or experiences that I went through, whether it's speaking up at a protest, which I did countless amount of times this summer um, and was humbled to do when it came to protesting for Black Lives Matter and systemic racism and institutionalized um, oppression in, in America, um, or whether it was in that classroom. You know, I when I was in school, I was a political science major, and very often I was the only person that looked like me in the classroom. So I was continuously having these political discourse conversations um, where I was speaking out and hopefully enlightening people about the injustices and what we were talking about, or the disparities in certain things that we were discussing. Um, but yeah, long story short, I'm, I'm very honored that Lucy is a character that I'm so honored to play. And she's an activist and a revolutionary. And I strive to be that in my own life, uh, through my work, through my art, um, and through my personal life. And she's really making people aware of certain things around her. And she wants to continuously empower people. And that's something that I, I hope to do in my own life. So it's the dopest experience ever. 
I mean, I think you can see that in your performance of her as well. There's such um, a genuineness that you brought to the performance and yeah, particularly the parts where you were kind of rallying the girls together. So I, I can see exactly what you're talking about. So you've been talking about representation and the importance of that. And I think that definitely Moxie by far is one of the best films I have seen kind of aiming at this sort of market uh, of like teenage girl audience for representation in terms of race, in terms of uh, different differently abled bodies, in terms of LGBTQ plus identities. And I've heard you specifically talking about how it's been difficult finding parts written for Afro-Latinx actors. So yeah, what would it have meant to you to see this film when you were younger? It would have meant the world, you know. Um, my mom, since I was very little, has said that I was a rebel with a cause, even before I could fully understand what that meant. You know, I was a girl that she was called into school <laughs> for um, because I was starting petitions in fifth grade, you know what I mean? So to see a movie that not only was uplifting women and telling them that you have agency and you have a voice and should use that and be proud of that, but then to also see that they look like me mm -hmm. would have meant the world. So that is the biggest honor about this film. Not only was I able to tell this amazing story with such amazing women and cast and crew, but hopefully it shows people that you should be going after what you want, no matter what you're met with and that there's so much power in unity and there's so much power in collective and resistance. Mm -hmm. um, and there's beauty in that. You know, I think for so long we've demonized the term feminism and we've demonized the term radical and their things and badges that I wear proudly. Um, and I think that this film does that. So if I would have seen this as a kid, I think it would have like rocked my world, especially to be like, wait, she's black and she speaks Spanish. Like I'm, I had never seen that. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Ferate. like this is cool. So um, yeah, it would have meant the world. And so hopefully girls can see it and individuals in general can enjoy the film and feel empowered by it. Yeah, I'm sure they will. I mean, my little sister particularly, I would love for her to watch this and see like, like how fun it is to be a girl like that there's yeah. nothing wrong with it like empowering I love it yeah. I mean in in this vein um I wanted to talk about the female friendships that are represented in Moxie because when I saw that Amy Poehler was directing this Mean Girls came to mind which I yeah. love but has kind of a different representation of female friendship whereas Moxie is very much celebrating the space and the, the power that you get in all female environments. Yeah, what was it like working on the set of the film with all these fantastic, talented women? Whew, girl, I could talk about that specifically all day. <laughs> you know, I was honored to be a part of telling a story that is beautiful and I take so much pride in, but I, you know, met my fellow castmates and I was like, I would work with these girls on any project. Like Moxie blessed me in more ways than I could ever articulate and empowered me as an actress and as a woman. But I think the best thing that I got from telling the story was the women that I walked out of it with. My castmates are genuinely, I personally, in my unbiased opinion, of course, um, think are some of the best humans on the earth all of our castmates, like the boys are genuinely like good hearted people. The girls are phenomenally talented superstars, like angels work walking the planet, you know? I currently 
live with one of my castmates and that's how we met and went on Saved by the Bell. I live with Josie Toda, my best friend um, who I met on set. Um, yeah, and I, I adore those girls. They've been able to share some of the like most important moments in LA this past year with me. So they're family, like we call each other family and it's disgusting and cliche, but I <laughs> No, no, I love it. And I think it's, it's so lovely to hear because I mean, sometimes you hear that you, it's everything about this industry is very competitive. And I think oh. it's so important having this strong network of friends that you, you're supporting each other. Oh, it's lovely. absolutely. You know, I've been in the industry a long time. So I have seen groups of people not function in this way. So the, the fact that we have been blessed with the opportunity to really have a cast who is just phenomenally talented, but also amazing human beings. And also I have to say that for Amy, she's one of my biggest inspirations, not only because she's so talented and a force within the industry, but she is genuinely one of the kindest people. It's moving and I'm so grateful. Yeah, we're, it's a good group. I'm grateful. And I think, again, that very much comes across in the movie. Particularly, I wanted to ask, are there elements in the film that are improvised? Because some of the <laughs> scenes felt so, well, I mean, they felt so genuine. And I felt like I was just seeing girls actually just, you know, play with each other. Like the scene when you and um, Vivian, played by Hadley Robinson, you're, you're trying on your clothes in the shop. And you, you start dancing, you start going out the Spanish. Well Hannah, you have a really good eye. That entire vignette of the film is all improv. So salsa. So I think like the first line that the viewers will see in that where I, I hold something up to myself was written, but the rest of that is improv. So the dancing, me putting on the hat, um, you know, and that was my first day on set with Hadley. Like, I don't think anyone would believe that. They're like, oh, they're psychopaths. No, I just adore that woman so much. And working with her was like a masterclass acting she's so talented and so in love with her craft it was a pleasure to play alongside her but yeah all of that was improv and there are so many other moments in the film that I improv um whether it's just like me kikiing with the girls or an ad lib that I would throw in that's my own personal vernacular or you know whether it was like us throwing in something at, at the bleachers or like when I speak Spanish for a moment I'm not sure if everyone's going to catch it at the end of the film that was Amy just coming up to me and going hey can you say this monologue in Spanish and I was mm -hmm. like okay, I'll try. And I did it one time and that ended up in the film. So she really created a space that was inviting and allowed us to play and explore as actors, which is such a privilege and a pleasure, so. Yeah, and I think that, again, linking it back to uh, diversity and representation and all of these kind of words, it very much uh, allows you not to just be present on the screen, but to actually represent yourselves and um, your cultures and what you stand for and everything. So yeah, yeah, I think it's great. I also had to ask, your makeup is so fantastic in <laughs> the movie. Is that something that you've designed yourself or was this something that you talked about with a makeup artist? The makeup in the film. Well, um, it was really amazing being able to discuss my character with Amy and really curating who this young girl was. And I'm so grateful that she put so much of myself in the character. The makeup, I cannot take any credit for because your girl is not very talented in that field. I kind of <laughs> do what I can, you know what I mean? I'm in awe of women that could do a beautiful beat. But, you know, we did discuss her being this powerful character and everything that she did and being un unapologetic about that. And a lot of the clothes that I wear in Moxie are my own clothes. Like the boots I wear throughout the entire film are Doc Martens I've had since eighth grade. 
um, a lot of the political shirts, like the shirt that I'm wearing, I think in my first scene that says like the young people will win is actually a shirt from Stacey Abrams campaign in Georgia when she first ran. And that was my personal shirt that I auditioned in. Um, another shirt that says like women empowerment, like in all red or something, that's my own personal shirt. So she was very open to putting a lot of myself in it. And I just happened to have all these revolutionary shirts and they ended up in the film. So <laughs> that was nice. And the makeup, the, the makeup artist, our hair and makeup team was great. So I'm grateful for them and them just committing with us to that character, um, being unapologetically bold and true to who she was through her makeup, hair and voice. Yeah, no, 100%. I loved it. And maybe if I practice enough during lockdown, I can get some of those beautiful eyeliner flicks. And I'll practice together because more and more people now expect me to be able to do that. And I'm like, oh, girl, no. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed on both your Instagram and Twitter bios, you have this quote from uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 14, do everything in love, which a beautiful quote so linking it back to moxie i wanted to ask you what do you love about the film and what do you hope audiences love about it thank you what a kind and thoughtful question um i personally love moxie for so many reasons but mainly for its ability to bring these women of different walks of life and different perspectives together to come to to come united to fight um, a cause, you know? Essentially, this story is about activism, is about feminism, but is about unity and love and these women overcoming their own ideas of each other to fight the power, you know, and fight the patriarchy. And I hope that people do that within their own life. And also through this film, learn that you have something to give no matter who you are, no matter what your personality is, you have a voice and you should respect that and stay true to that because something very powerful about the film is that everybody gives to their to the cause in their own way. Even specifically Vivian has these predisposed dispositions on how she's incapable of fighting the power and, you know, kind of fighting the man at the high school because of her personality. Um, but that's so untrue. I think it's a falsehood that the world feeds us. We all have a voice and we all have power and we should be sincere to that and be sincere to your truth. And I think that that's what the film is really trying to say, you know, come together and, and, and love others. Um, and that empowered women empower women. And I hope that viewers leave the film feeling empowered and love seeing, um, you know, these girls come together and enjoy the funny moments and the moments of true reality and reckoning that happened within the film as well. So. What, what you were saying there makes me realize how important this film is at this particular moment in time. Because I mean, for my little sister, she is way more involved in politics and activism yeah. than I was at her age. And I think exactly what you, you were saying, remembering that your unique personality, you can still give yourself to the cause and what you believe in. So thank you. No, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. It's something I'm super adamant about discussing. There's no one archetype to, to wanting to invoke change around you um, and wanting to empower people, whatever that may be. Stay true to that and pursue that. Um, and there's beauty in you being a distinct individual. And I think Lucy is the embodiment of that. So, mm -hmm. um, Just to finish, I've got a couple of quick fire questions. Yes. So you're supposed to be quick with it, but um, it varies. Okay. <laughs> so the first question is, 
um, what book do you have to have in your collection? I'd say um, Bible, my dad's favorite book, I'm going to be cliche, Alchemist. So shout out to Bobby, Bible and Alchemist. <laughs> cool, cool. And uh, a, a song or album that defines the soundtrack of your life to date? I looked back at my records and I was like, hopefully that'll give me inspiration. <laughs> um, favorite album of all time. So Miss Education, uh, Lauren Hill. Amazing. Um, a film or TV show that you can watch or have watched repeatedly? Film, Brown Sugar. Uh, TV show, I've watched episodes of The Office like an illegal amount of times. So, and anything from the 90s. Like you can put on Girlfriends, Moesha, anything like that. And I will watch it a thousand Gosh. times over. Like a illegal times. <laughs> yeah, anything in that realm. Okay. <laughs> Um, the first stage production you saw and what it meant to you? Ooh, I don't remember the first stage production that I saw, but I'm in love with Broadway. I'm a little musical theater geek. I can only remember the first uh, production I was in. I was like nine oh, okay. years old and it was, uh, it was like a community theater play and it was called Crystal City 1969. And it was about um, the experience of the Mexican-American community in Texas and their oppression. Um, and, you know, not being able to speak Spanish in, in school and different um, injustices that they were experiencing in Dallas, Texas, and what it was to be Latino throughout time. Mm, that sounds really cool. Yeah, it was a very small play, but I was very grateful to be at, in it. Yes. Yeah, well, it sounds like it had a big impact, regardless of whether it was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, um, what's made you sad, mad and glad this week? Sad, maybe not being able to see certain people as a result of the pandemic, but it's what's needed to be done to keep people safe. Mad. My friends went to the beach, like we we did just our house safely. Um, so my bubble, we went to the beach and we just brought everything back in. So there's now currently sand all over my room. So <laughs> that mad. But I was looking around and I was like, yeah, I didn't like that. I didn't like waking up in the morning. I was like, why is there a beach in my room? Glad spending Galentine's with my house. Oh, lovely. That made me so happy. Just, you know, celebrating womanhood. We did that this week very avidly and talking about Moxie and having it come out soon. So a lot of things mm -hmm. to be glad about. Very in the vein of the message of Moxie as well. <laughs> um, yeah, well, thank you. I really love the film and I know audiences are going to love it too. Can you just remind us uh, where we can catch Moxie? Moxie will be out on Netflix March 3rd. Fabulous. Thank you very much, Alicia. Thank you, Hannah. It was such a pleasure. And I hope your sister enjoys the film. I'll probably watch it again with her, to be honest. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much.